The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Welcome, folks, to the second hour of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint as we come to you from the Lee Company studio here in Columbia, Tennessee. It's only the second hour if you're listening on the radio. If you're on the podcast, it's the first hour or the first 45 minutes or however long the podcast is. <laughs> and if you aren't listening to the podcast and you missed any part of today's show, you can hear it on our podcast. The first hour is under SM-TN Sports Prep Sports Today. Uh, that is how you listen to the high school portion of the show. And then SM-TN Sports Today is available that is the second hour of our show. All of our shows are archived on the podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to give us five stars. Write a review. We don't care if you say that uh, rainbows and unicorns are useless or whatever. It doesn't matter. Are they? I don't know. I mean, are rainbows I, and unicorns useless? I mean, I think that's a personal opinion. Personally, I don't think so. I think that, you know, rainbows have gold at the end. And Actually, I chased one down. Actually found the end of one. No, no gold. Nothing. Either the leprechauns beat me to it or uh, something. I didn't find it. <laughs> Maybe my ex-wife that beat you to it. <laughs> Let, let's just get away from rainbows and leprechauns, please. Hey, you were the one who asked the question. Say, uh, who brought that up? My bad. <laughs> Let's, let's, oh man. We're uh, excited to bring you, as we do each and every Monday, the voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip Walters joins us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Good morning, Chip. How are you? Well, I am outstanding this morning. Oh, really? Where at? He's outstanding uh, in his field. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at, at the, uh, from parts unknown uh, along the Gulf Coast. Oh, oh, this guy. Okay, okay. <laughs> you are outstanding that's, on the beach. Yep. Yeah. That's that's pretty impressive. Um, I hate it when he does this to us. Um, it's all good. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a little jelly. I can't I can't I can't even front. I'm a little jelly, but um, yeah, got 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 the first taste of. Grouper last night for for the trip arrived yesterday afternoon and uh, 
made sure I found some seafood last night. It was, it was, uh, it held up well. Well, that's good to know. So, so the, uh, but the, but a little wind, a little windy, but, uh, not too bad. And hopefully, uh, it's not, uh, hurting our connection, but because I am no. literally about, about 20 feet from the water. That's, that's where we need to be doing the show from, though. Exactly. About 20 feet from the water. And, uh, that's, I, that's exactly what I'm doing today. Because I would have no inclination to do the show if I was from <laughs> I 20 feet from the water. And and I, I tip my cap to you, Mr. Walters, for actually taking our call 20 feet from the water. So, <laughs> yep. Thank you for doing that. Um, Chris, with some breaking news over here, actually, regarding the MTSU golf team. Yeah, they are currently now plus one. I don't know how this works because the the score because there it's a team, so like there are multiple players, obviously, and then I, so it says through, and then through is seven dash nine. So correct. I I, what what does that mean? So are you on, on golf? Are you on golfstat dot com? I am. Okay, what it is? I mean, that is your team number, uh, and 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 that's your team total. And they update basically. They update them every three holes. So oh, okay. They so they they could be anywhere between eight, nine, ten, eleven, right in there. <clears throat> and then they will they'll they'll update them again. You know, as they, as they move along, they don't. It's not it's not completely live scoring, but it's right. It's updated. It's updated as they go along. So well, Oklahoma <laughs> State is the the host. Oklahoma State Cowboys. Uh, are sitting at plus four right now. So in the last in wow. last place. Wow! How about that? How about that? <laughs> Who's leading? Uh, Illinois at uh, is four under par right now, uh, followed by Auburn at number two at at minus three, Northwestern at minus one, and then Little Rock, Alabama are even. MTSU tied for six at plus one uh, through. They're they're still they they just started M- MTSU just just teed off. Gotcha, gotcha. They and you know uh, I know Coach uh, McIntyre. They they left when Friday I think because you know their their home course or course is uh, when you think about uh, the Grove in Arrington mm-hmm. and they're and by the way I think next week they they have the or in two weeks they're having the soft open of their new new uh facility at the grove which is pretty sweet to be a to have a be a college program and have that as your home course and have your facility right there but um they uh you know they they you had the uh you had the simmons bank uh open out there which they couldn't practice there and then you had another uh event at, at stones river and they weren't able to practice there so they just you know they got in. They got in some golf at at Old Fort and maybe Champions Run, but uh, but they took off and went out there early. They're playing it at Karsten Creek, which is considered a, a really a really tough course for college players, and that's what Mark McIntyre wanted. In that, uh, you know, he felt like his team is, is uh, you know they're, they're really good shot makers. And uh, especially on tough courses, so you know he, he felt that was that was going to be a bit of an equalizer in that field. And you know, still as we talked last week, I, I think they got middle seed bad wrong. But 
you know, it really doesn't really matter because you're you're not playing against someone. You're playing against yeah. yourself and, and everybody. And so par. As long, yeah, and par. And, and as long as you're in there, you've got a fighting chance just like everybody else. It's not match play golf, which we know you love. Yeah, well, yeah, um, and and it, it took me a long time to figure out uh, scoring on match play golf. But uh, it's it, I, what I don't I, what I don't understand is is if you're going to play stroke play as a team, I don't understand changing horses in midstream. But I, hey, I'm Whatever. not I'm not a I'm not a golf guy. So who are they, you and what do you that, know? Yeah, that's right. That's that question has been asked a lot. So <laughs> we're on the but go ahead. Yeah. Oh, but go ahead. Go. No, I was just saying. But on the other hand, you've got you got uh, the, the baseball team who now does have to go in against the top seed, and uh, and so seeding does matter in the baseball term, which they did wrap up a, a spot this weekend. Yes, we are on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders, when he's not being a beach bum. And um, talking about that Blue Raider baseball team that clinched its first Conference USA uh, tournament berth in quite some time, did so in pretty dramatic fashion with a 5 nothing shutout win in the second game of a doubleheader Saturday against Florida International in a game in which... Two MTSU coaches were dumped, including head coach Jim Toman. <laughs> yeah, and I wish I had more details on that, which I, I which I don't. I, I was I was uh, not not there, but uh, I, I got uh, word from from Dick Palmer, uh, 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 you know, that that had happened, and that Kyle Bunn, the pitching coach, uh, brought him home. Uh, but you know, it's it's one of those. I wonder if. I don't know if, if Toman figured out, okay, well, we got this one in hand, but if, you know, if I'm going to get thrown out, go ahead and do it now. But Kyle Butt or, uh, or the, the other assistant coach that got thrown out, he was the third base coach. So my Blake guess Hunt. is there was Blake Hunt. He, my guess is it was either, you know, play at second or third or even a, you know, what, what might have been considered a really bad ball strike call mm-hmm. or something. I, I'm not sure what the exact play was, but he came close a couple of weeks ago of getting tossed and uh, and, and and made it through that, but uh, got that out of his system. It's the first time he's been tossed in three years since being the head coach at middle. Oh, wow. The, so, the, the, the tossing was done within a half inning of each other, so it must have been. Yeah, it must have been two different. Ah, okay, something that lingered. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. It has the sound of that, but you know, they, now they, you know, they've got they've got Murray tomorrow, and then the, they were scheduled to play Wright State at home this weekend, but Wright State canceled, so they're scrambling and may try to play a game or two this weekend, or they may be done. Uh, right now, everybody's kind of locked in on what they've got going, especially locally, and that's you know to try to fill in. That's kind of what you'd be looking for, so nobody's having to spend a lot of money on, you know, hotels and buses and meals and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm not sure anything's going to going to come through on that. So they could be playing their final game, regular season game tomorrow, and then traveling to Louisiana Tech for uh, for the tournament that will start uh, a week from Wednesday, and they'll open up with uh, with Charlotte, one of the three. 
ranked teams in Conference USA right now. Lucky them. So, um, was Wright State supposed to be in Murfreesboro? Was that supposed to be like senior day or something like that? Well, they, it it was going to be, uh, and, and yeah, it was, they were supposed to be in Murfreesboro, but they let them know two or three weeks ago that they Mm. were, and what it comes down to is, is, you know, is while we've kind of gotten past a lot of all this, all the college athletes, college athletics is still requiring testing and and each league has its own level of testing that they are doing so right now uh conference usa is still requiring two tests per week in baseball where the uh where right states league is only uh asking for one well which means if they came here they would have to have an additional test and at about 70 bucks a pop for, you know, for your whole, uh, travel party of about 45 people. Now that, that gets a little expensive. And they said, you know, we're just not, you know, we've had a rough year financially and we're not going to do it. We're going to save some money and, you know, we'll catch you. We'll catch you down the road. (laughs) Okay. Hey, and, and what can you say? I mean, yeah, I know exactly. Okay. Uh, but they were able to have senior day on Sunday okay. uh, against FIU, and uh, and that turned out, uh, you know, uh, that was a crazy game too. They had two four run leads and lost and lost the game by by a couple of runs. So, but anyway, all the they they had gotten what they needed done done on Saturday, and uh, and and head to the tournament. That it's going to be, you know, that first round will be interesting because you're going to have Aaron Brown. Uh, more than likely go in that opener against Charlotte. And, and Aaron went over 100 strikeouts for the season uh, on on Friday night. And he is one of the best strikeout pitchers, not only in Conference USA, but all of college baseball. And you figure, you know, Charlotte's strength is pitching too. And it's going to come down to who can, you know, in my opinion, who whoever can scratch a run or two across and, uh, and, and and get a first round win. Now, the men's the, the baseball tournament is a true double elimination with an eight team field, unlike softball, which had the double buys and and all that. But but it, it starts out from the first round uh, as a as a true uh, you know double uh, round robin or double uh, double elimination tournament. So that'll that'll start uh, next Wednesday and I think middle plays it plays the first game I think at 12:30 on uh, Wednesday afternoon so middle wound up splitting the Florida International Series this weekend winning the opener 3 nothing losing 2-1 in that first game of Saturday's doubleheader winning 5 nothing in the second game the game in which um Jim Toman and Blake Hunt were ejected and then <laughs> um in Sunday's Final regular season conference USA game that fell eleven nine as you said in a little bit of a wild one. So middle goes in to the postseason having won two of their last twelve games following those back to back sweeps by Louisiana Tech and Southern Miss, but a lot of close games in that stretch, like you said. Yeah, exactly, and and you know, and 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 after you know you lost. You lost eight straight to two ranked teams, and then you know, and then you, you do come. But so, you, I, I mean, I think you, if you're Toman, I mean, you do spin this to your guys is, 
after those two weeks, you're you're going in with some momentum, especially, you know, if you can go on the road and get a get a non conference win at Murray tomorrow, which that will more than likely wrap up the regular season unless like we mentioned something added late but so there's a you know still a lot to go there and it's a you know it's it's not not back where you want to be near the throne room of the regular season but hey they're back in the tournament and that's 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 a a step in the right direction but also uh do want to give a, a a tip of the hat to dean hayes and uh women's track captured the outdoor championships but uh, even above that, Middle hosted the uh, outdoor track championships this weekend uh, at the Dean Hayes track, and and it was uh, you know another outstanding event. Coach Hayes and his he's got such a group of volunteers, uh, former track managers that come back every time that Middle hosts a meet. They know exactly what they're doing. It runs like clockwork. And, uh, you know, Jacob Chogi on the men's side set a couple of conference records. The women's team uh, captured the team championship. And uh, that is now in Dean Hayes in his 55th season at middle is I think he is he is averaging right at one championship per year. So he's right there. It's either like 54, 55 or 56 team championships in his 55-year career with the Blue Raiders. That's, That's amazing. Bad. Not bad amazing. at all. No, no. That's, uh, That'll play. As they <laughs> say. Yeah. We'll, we'll take that. We're here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders. And, um, Mr. Walters, you said you got some grouper last night. What's on the menu for, for this evening? Well, it's, it's too early to tell, but, uh, you know, there, there's uh, shrimp always has a, has a, uh, high probability, uh, and, uh, and, and in, in some other sort of, uh, grilled fish or something like that. Also, that, that would be my two, my two choices. No oysters. And it's, uh, that, that may be a little appetizer. Uh, let's see. Today, this is May. This is made not, not a, it's, uh, it's not a month with an R in it, so yeah, it could be oysters. So, how do you how do you like your oysters? Uh, raw uh, with and uh, with uh, squirt a little lemon on them, and then take the cocktail sauce and mm-hmm. hit it hard with some horseradish. There we go. A little extra so, horseradish on top of the cocktail. I can't, really, I can't do the half shell just straight up. I, now the Rockefeller. And the saltine crackers. Saltine crackers, that's the key. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The key. Uh, put, put it on a saltine. But the other way is is uh, in, in uh, the best place to get the charboiled oysters is in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But, you know, where, where, they, where they cook them, in the, they, they grill them while they're in the shell and then add, you know, all kinds of goodness like cheese and Worcestershire and all that stuff to them. Yeah. Those, those are good. I had some char grilled ones in New Orleans one time, and um, I'll spare you the gory details, but let me just <laughs> say. Um, they, they swam upstream? They did. They did. About tw- about 24 hours later, yeah, it was it was not pretty, and neither was I. A bullet would have been an improvement, so, yeah. Anyway, with that, Chip, I'm, I'm wishing you the best with the oysters, and um Enjoy whatever time that you have in parts unknown. 
Kip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders, joining us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Have a good week, sir. All right. Thank you, fellas. All right. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we've got a ton to talk about. We've got baseball with the Braves and the Sounds and... We've got Tennessee, Vanderbilt, some NCAA softball to talk about, uh, Preds play tonight. So we got a ton to talk about the rest of the hour. Uh, let's just get to it. So take a quick break. When we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint, it's baseball. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, Coach Mike, the lustrous potentate, with you here on this beautiful Monday as we approach the bottom of the hour. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. Sorry about our earlier audio issues, but we got that corrected. So if you're watching on Facebook, appreciate you. I know, uh, I believe Josh Wall is watching. So thank you. Uh, MTSU has now uh, added to its score there, plus three through three. So adding to your score in golf is not, not good. good. <laughs> not ideal. Not yeah. ideal. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's talk about the. Um, Baseball. So you got some baseball action. The Atlanta Braves. They added to their score yesterday. Yeah, in the seventh inning, they added a bunch. Yeah, not enough, but a bunch. Yeah. um, So the Braves, first of all, they return home today to take on the Mets. I think that's a three-game series that opens up today at Truist Park. Um, Braves coming in at 19 and 21, the Mets 18 and 16. It'll be Max Freed. He of the one and one record in the six, five, five ERA versus Taiwan Walker three and one with a two, two Oh ERA for the Mets. That's a six ten central time start. And you can hear the pregame beginning at four fifty five on our sister station, WKRM 103.7 FM. Uh, the Braves tuned up for this with uh, a couple of wins in Milwaukee, 6-3 on Friday night, 5-1 on Saturday night before dropping a 10-9 decision to the Brewers yesterday. They were down 8 nothing. scored seven runs in the seventh, four of those on Freddie Freeman's 251st home run, a grand slam. You know, for the longest, he had never hit one. And now he's got three yeah. in the last, like, less than yeah. – 
six months, less, than, months. A year, less than a full season. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> well, he hit two like back to back, and then Chelsea said, "I guess everything comes in pairs now, or twins, right. or whatever." Yeah, so, yeah. Um, hit his two hundred and fiftieth home run in Saturday's win, and then, um, but yeah, they cut an eight nothing lead to eight seven, then promptly gave two of them back because. Because because Braves because Braves bullpen interesting <laughs> Barves interesting article on the Athletic where David O'Brien delves into the bullpen usage from yesterday and why some guys went and why some guys went as long as they did in that kind of thing but yeah you know, they were really kind of backed into a corner in terms of who they had up and who they didn't, you know. Yeah, apparently they they were down three guys and I thought they were I thought everybody was available. And no. Well, no, they were down more than that basically. Um O'Brien points out AJ Mentor is tied for third most appearances in the majors. Oof. That's um, not a deal. Tyler Matzik not far behind. Mentor has made 20 appearances in the Braves' first 39 games. Mm. Matzik 18. Um, Chris, which is fine if you are part of the seven, eight, nine, you know, pitching one inning and you know throwing ten to twelve, twenty pitches. But they're not. They're not. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris Martin, fresh off the IL, threw in two of the previous three games before Sunday. So, you know, trying to stay away from him. Will Smith had thrown in each of the last three games before Sunday. So, so yeah, you were down at least four guys in the pen. So, kind of led to some decisions that perhaps would not have been made under normal circumstances. And, uh, I mean, in a a game you're already – you're still losing. I mean, you were still losing even after the seventh inning. Yeah, right. So, it's not like, you know, you're trying to get a win with the save or something. You're – you're still losing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you get if you if you were to somehow get the lead in the ninth inning, maybe you throw and your closer. To their but, credit, they did have the winning run at first base in the ninth inning and just couldn't get it. Right, couldn't get him so, moved around. So it is what it is. I mean, you you do you have to preserve your arms long term, especially yeah. after last season where you didn't have a full season. So I I mean I get it. It it and I'm not going to be the kind of person who gets you know, crazy upset. Do I think that Brian Snicker has managed this bullpen very well over the last three years? No. Not necessarily. No, I don't. But I, th- I don't think that here's yesterday the thing, was. Though. I don't think yesterday was part of that. I, here's the thing: Brian Snicker may not have managed that bullpen especially well, but that bullpen has not been especially manageable either. That's. Did they listen to us? <laughs> That's that's yep. not the backhoe though. That's no. That's the mowing service. That's what I'm saying. Ah. <laughs> they too were listening. Maybe yeah. they were. Ha. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, nice to know somebody's listening. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, chum. Yeah. Um. Guess guess he's not on the beach. Uh, he was last week. He's probably back now. Guess. Oh man, y- you know you're right. This bullpen has been unfortunately tough to manage yeah and and here's the thing it ain't well it it should be getting better let's just you know i've said this 
in various situations about various coaches slash managers, sometimes what 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 they 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 have or have not had to work with. I don't think Brian Snitker has had a full deck in terms of a bullpen at any point since he been since he's been the Braves manager. So. I mean, you do the best you can with what you got, but I, I just don't think the situation in the back end of this pitching staff has ever been optimal. So while we're second-guessing him, I think it comes with that caveat. You know, sometimes when you look at who you're dealing with down there, it's like throwing darts. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, it's not necessarily his fault. That's, yeah. I mean, you're right. So I, I, I'm with you there. I, I would, I would certainly agree with you. Yeah. Um. Braves now have a chance. I think they get the. Uh, let's let's see. I believe it's the Mets. The Nats are in there. The. Uh, the Pirates and the and the Red Sox. So you've got Mets, Pirates, you go to Red Boston. Sox, Mets. That's that's an interesting Red Sox situation because you just go in there for two games on Tuesday, Wednesday of next week, with an with an off day in between. So you get three against the Mets, you get four against the Pirates. You're off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at the Red Sox, off Thursday, and then. You go to the Mets. And then you come back home for Washington with four games, and then the Dodgers visit. And we're into June at that point. Goodness. Goodness gracious. Time flies. So this is an opportunity, especially with the Pirates and Boston, a chance for the Braves to really help themselves out. And you got the number one, you know, the, the top team in the NL East, the Mets. You know, you, you have them, what, six times? the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. So take advantage. No doubt. Figure it out. Uh, starting with your and, number one guy. Well, and, and I think that's probably why some guys were down in the bullpen because you do have it's the important. Mets coming up. And this is a series that – this series means more than that one. Way more. Especially at home. Uh, because, I mean, you've uh, – speaking of not playing with full decks, I mean, they hope to have Ronald Acuna Jr. the third back in the lineup tonight. Um, coming off that ankle, I mean, once you get your full arsenal out there offensively, hopefully you've got your full arsenal from a bullpen standpoint and you can go out and win this series and maybe get yourself on a little bit of a roll. Absolutely. That's the way to do it. Uh, Give us this day in Braves history real quick. This day in Braves history on May 17th, 2016. The Braves fire manager Freddie Gonzalez after the team gets off to a nine and twenty eight start, a game worse than the first thirty seven games played by the nineteen sixty two Mets, historically considered one of the worst teams in baseball history. During Gonzalez's first three years in Atlanta, the Braves won two hundred and seventy nine games from twenty eleven to twenty thirteen. That was the best record in the National League over that three year period. So, baseball being a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately scenario, Gonzalez out, Snitker in, 
the rest is history. So they say. I I liked Freddie. I liked Freddie a bunch. And more importantly than us liking Freddie, Bobby Cox liked Freddie. And and I think that should have meant more than it did. I certainly think Freddie Gonzalez would be I mean, we know what Snickers done with this lineup. Freddie wouldn't have been any worse. Probably could have done better. And that's not saying that that Snickers done a bad job. I'm just saying that Freddie had 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 managerial experience in the majors. He had, you know, he was able to 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 do some things. Here's my biggest issue with Snicker, and it's really kind of water under the bridge at this point. But the whole Acuna hustling styling that kind of thing from a couple of years ago the 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 way that whole thing was handled the firestorm that it came out to be i just don't think it would have been that way with freddie maybe not but also i don't know that i don't know that acuna beats out a couple of the infield hits he's had this year that in the event that he that that hadn't happened. We don't know because Ronnie... I, I, I don't think Ronald Acuna Jr. is playing harder because of that, because he got pulled out in the middle of the Los Angeles Dodgers baseball game. I don't know. He was a young kid. There's a lot of things you try to teach young kids, and there's a lot of ways you try to teach them. I'm not saying it was the right thing to do. I'm just saying that we don't really know the effects because we're not in Ronnie's head. No, we don't we don't know the effects. You're you you are right. So, I, I I mean, I don't know. All I'm saying is after that, he has been one of those oh, oh okay, bet <laughs> kind of guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, I'm finna show you what I can do. Oh, you want to talk about me not hustling? Here, bet. So, I don't know. He just feels like one of those guys who is going to do Whatever he can to prove you wrong, and sometimes, I, and sometimes getting the player pissed off at the coach just to show him wrong. You know, we we've we've used that. I've used that tactic before. Sure. I, I get this I guy would, mad at me. I'm going to show you. Yeah, show okay. me. Well, well, well maybe, <laughs> thank you. Maybe maybe let's piss off some other folks. Yeah, I uh, say I something think, needs to happen. I think Austin Riley got. I think I think some some Twitter folks got in his head, and it's worked. So I, I think I'd just like to see a little bit more consistently out of consistency out of your reigning MVP. Let's talk about that. Let, let's let's talk about it. Now, guys hitting two twenty two on the year. All right, you've moved him to two different spots of the lineup, trying to get him going, trying to figure it out. Now, when he's not in Atlanta. Who knows what's going on? Although he did hit two home runs this weekend in Milwaukee. He did. But this is a guy who's, again, consistency, right? This is a guy that you expect to, in a contract year, by the way. It's a contract year in name only. Freddie Freeman's not going anywhere. But it's about the number on the other side, right? Hmm? 
it's a contract year because, well, Freddie, you know, you really didn't have a great year. We're only going to – you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That being said, in his last in his last seven, he's been fairly he's been fairly good. But over the last fifteen, it's one eighty six. Over the last thirty, it's two thirty seven. It's just like figure out how figure out how to use Freddie the way that he needs to be used. Now that being said. It's really not Snicker's ability to do that because you've got you, you have no catcher. You have you have zero hitting ability out of any catcher you have on the roster. Right? You can't help that. Pache was terrible up to that point. Indri Ciarte, we don't know because he just got back. It's really this entire line. Dansby Swanson has been awful. <sighs> Horrible. So it's everybody. What's the deal? Outside of outside of Ronald Acuna, everybody has been bad in stretches this year. Now, there have been some really good stretches from some people, such as Austin Riley. Marcelo Zuna is currently on one of those good stretches. So is Ozzy Albies. So but there have been times early this year that they all stunk too. Oh no question. So it's I don't understand why it's it's everybody except Ronnie. Ronnie's the only one. Like, he's been consistent all year but long. Because apparently Ronnie's the only one that's pissed off. Well, let's do it. So, like the fire. Like brings me back to my original <laughs> yeah. statement. Let's piss somebody no, else let's, off. Let's light the fire. Let's sit Freddie down for a couple of games. Let's get in his head. Well, I think you did that. I, I don't think that was no, a rest. But that was a rest. Uh, that's what they told you. I can say. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're not gonna you're not gonna tell media that oh yeah we're sitting Freddie, the, okay, the okay, reigning MVP. Okay, now, now the reigning MVP. Now, why is it okay to sit Ronnie for one reason, sit Freddie for the same reason? We're sitting Ronnie because he doesn't run a ball out. We're sitting Freddie because he's not producing. Okay, same thing. He's still your reigning MVP. Okay. Ronnie wasn't. Okay. All right. At that time. I understand. I know. And and going forward, I don't think you would say, well, we're sitting Ronnie because he stinks right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't think you would do that. And I guess that whole thing comes back to something I had a former Nashville Sounds manager tell me once. I don't coach all of my guys the same. I coach my guys the way they deserve to be coached. Or – the best way they are coached because yeah. there are a lot of people who don't respond to one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, 15 minutes to the top of the hour. We need to get to a break. Let's do that. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the sounds because they get some Braves folks in town Yep. and they'll be here for six days, Tennessee baseball, Vanderbilt baseball, NCAA softball. We'll get to as much as we can in the next segment on Southern middle Tennessee sports day presented by mid Tennessee bone and joint stick around. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. 
Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, coming to you from the Lee Company studio here on West 7th. Uh, excited to talk about the Nashville Sounds as they bring in the Gwinnett Stripers, the Tri- Braves AAA affiliate, for a six-game series to First Horizon Park, and it's going to be a great week. Uh, the top number one team in the AAA East, East. or whatever <laughs> <laughs> should be a lot of big names coming through here uh, that folks that we we are excited to see I think you'll see uh, you'll probably see some Tucker Davidson you'll probably see uh Edgar Santana, you'll probably see Bryce Wilson and Kyle Wright both pitch. Uh, so, any any of those, the pitching should be fun. Uh, I'm not sure who the catcher is for this team, because uh, all their catchers, all their catchers are currently in Atlanta. In Atlanta, <laughs> because, because Alex Jackson is on the IL and William Contreras is starting virtually every day. Yeah, yeah. While what's the, the Travis Darno? No, the other. Jeff Mathis? Yeah, Mathis is trying. We appreciate that. Well, and and Tyler Flowers was set to come, and instead he threw up the deuces. Screw you guys. I'm going home. (laughs) No, well, you know why. So he had been playing with two, like, uh, herniated discs the last couple years and then had a third one recently. And so he was like, I just can't do it. I want to, but I can't. Oh, wow. So that was not okay. – he couldn't help it, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if you come, you'll probably get to see Johan Camargo and Orlando Arcia. And Orlando Arcia <sighs> is knocking the cover off the baseball right now. So Former Brewers infielder Orlando Arcia, probably excited to come into Nashville and play against <laughs> some guys that he used to play with. Yeah, exactly. And probably knows the pitching staff. Pretty well. Pretty well. And, and so, knows that the Milwaukee Brass will be looking. You know, they made that trade, sent him to Atlanta. About pissed off people. Uh, right. <laughs> sent him to Atlanta for um, two relievers, Chad Sabatka and um, P- Patrick Weigel. Weigel. Yeah. And uh, 10 jacks already. Yeah, buddy. Looking to send a couple more out of First Horizon Park this week. That series starts tomorrow. Um, they will play at 635 daily with the exception of Sunday's season finale, which is a 205 start. I think I'm going to try to go to the Saturday game because I think I'm going to be booked up all week with work. Baseball, soccer, softball-ish. Yeah. Um, hey, when work gets in the way of a good time. <laughs> You'll see Drew Waters. You may see Sean Kazmar Jr., the 37-year-old utility infielder. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, 
Should be fun. Make your way out. Six. Six thirty five. Six thirty five starts every day except Sunday, and Sunday is a two oh five. Yep. Uh, softball. Real quick, just throwing this out there: the uh, Southeastern Conference got thirteen of its fourteen teams into the. No, no. I'm sorry, twelve of its thirteen because they only have thirteen. Correct. Because there's a certain school that does not because they have bowl a softball instead. team, and that's okay. Nothing wrong with it. And like, <laughs> look. This is like I said, Alabama had a they had to add a women's sport. They had a choice between equestrian and rowing, and they said, "Okay, what do we need to to compete in equestrian? Well, we need a, stables, we need horses, we need this, we need we need hay all the time. What do we need for rowing? A, a boat, boat. <laughs> <laughs> a boat and a river. We got we got the water. We just need a boat and some oars. Good. Let's go with that. Yeah. So instead of building a softball facility, they went down the road and most bowlers have their own balls anyway so just go down the road and play it lightning strikes or whatever <laughs> i don't know melrose lanes oh wait a minute that's closed um yeah so anyway 12 of the 13 uh sec softball teams are in including number three overall seed alabama number 14 overall seed kentucky uh number six overall seed arkansas seven overall seed louisiana state or LSU, and nine, eight and nine seeds. Missouri is the eight. Tennessee's the nine. The only unique thing here is that Duke is the thirteen overall seed, but they will play in Athens, where Georgia is also involved in the tournament. I guess it's because Duke doesn't allow fans. So we'll talk about the ACC and this tournament much more later this week. We will talk about this tournament much more because Wednesday we are scheduled to visit with former Georgia Tech coach Sharon Perkins on the show during the 10 o'clock hour. So um, be sure and check us out for that hour. It's going to be a lot of fun. She's got a lot of insight, um, does some personal training here in the area now, coaches a um, travel team along with Former Tennessee outfielder India Childs. So there you go. Um, baseball action. Tennessee lost the series to Arkansas. They dropped two of three, but um, that one. <laughs> both both losses, one run losses, um, and the win was a, a one run walk off walk off. So clearly that was that was about as as evenly matched as you can get between the number one East team and the number one West team. Tennessee did hold their number one uh, top top seed out of the, out of the East because Vanderbilt um, dropped its series dropped as well. two of three to Ole Miss. They get Kentucky while Tennessee has to take on South Carolina, 21st ranked South Carolina this weekend. Uh, the That is going to be determining – who gets the one out of the East? So. Yeah, and you got um, you got three teams in the East separated by a game: Tennessee at eighteen and nine, Vanderbilt seventeen and nine, Florida seventeen and ten. Florida has Arkansas though, so I'm just gonna hope that Arkansas takes care of business. Florida with a two. I'm sorry, Arkansas with a two game lead in the West over Mississippi State. So correct. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun finish. And that SEC tournament next week down in Hoover is going to be fun. And speaking, speaking of, of that, um, Bill Marbot, most of y'all know him, um, longtime official in the area, 
but also he will be heading up the grounds crew at the Hoover Met for either the 22nd or the 23rd straight year for the SEC tournament. So we're going to visit with him during the second hour on Thursday. I'm sure he's got some stories. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hoover's never a bad place to be this it time of year. It is not, man. It's some of, some of the best ball this side of Omaha, for sure. So, yeah, it's a, it, as as be, college baseball and softball starts winding down, it's it's only going to get better. Uh, really excited about it. Um, <laughs> Steve Price said, shout out to the lawn guy out in front. He was, he, <laughs> <laughs> he was weed-eating earlier. Yeah. How, how, what is the um, – what is like the past tense? Like weed eated, weed ate. Are you are you weed eating? Uh, not. You're trimming. Are you weed? <laughs> You're weed-eating? trimming. Trimmed. Yeah, you trimmed. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's, that's smart. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and finally, the Preds tonight. You can check them out. It will be uh, round one, game one at seven o'clock tonight. So. That will be on CNBC or Bally Sports South. In Charlotte. In Charlotte. Uh, is it Charlotte? It's know. wherever. Wherever they are. I think it's Charlotte. I think it is. Um, the the Carolina Hurricanes will host the Nashville Predators, and uh, that is game one of the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So, thank you to everyone. Did you find it? Raleigh. Okay. Uh, thank you to everyone who watched on Facebook and Twitter today. And if you're listening on WKOM, we appreciate it. If you're on the podcast, make sure to like, com- uh, comment, give us five stars. We appreciate that as well. We'll be back tomorrow, and we'll talk about the baseball and softball games that took place today. There are a ton of them, so we'll get have plenty to talk about tomorrow. So uh, make sure to come around 9 o'clock. Also, a, uh, a great week of guests. So... Check that out. We'll let you know what that is. SM underscore TN Sports on Twitter and much more. So we appreciate you guys hanging out. Like I said, for Coach Mike and Mo Patton, I'm Chris Yao saying have a great day and stay cool, Columbia. Cool,